0: And back in studio we welcome Wes Juna How are you? I'm good, how are yes. you doing? how are you
1: Lucia? It's hey. lovely man,
0: good, we're so good And it's so good to have you back in studio Because yeah. you've been in the Eastern Cape And it's been long holidays it's and been long been hospital
1: beds, it's been my car So it's goodness. very nice to be back in studio
0: <laughs> It's lovely Wes, it's lovely to have you here This morning we chat about What to do with your savings in 2021 Now this week's topic uh, seems to be a question That's really on everyone's lips And, and just on, on, their, on their minds as well So if one has to look at 2020, which was such a tough year. It seems difficult to know where to invest in 2021 and should I invest, you know? So are we headed for a crash? Is cash in the bank the safest option or the safest investment to have? What are some of the ways in which people can protect their cash and, uh, you know, just to find growth?
1: Yeah, so let's start by saying that none of us have got a crystal ball that we can look Mm. in and perfectly predict the future or what anyone should do. But often wealth is built up through sound financial decisions and avoiding bad mistakes rather than getting lucky with getting the right fund or the right share at the right time. <clears throat> so if we look at 2020, when COVID hit, the markets dropped 30% in the space of a month, which means mm. if you had invested whatever amount of money was, you now had 70% of that left. Sure. But amazingly, because of all the government intervention, especially in America with capital markets, they were really worried about it. The market just recovered so quickly. So in the space Mm. of a month, it was back to where it started. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think I had read somewhere that in in the over 100-year history of the JSE, they've never had a a quicker recovery from a crash. So it, it was almost as if in March, people were panicking and in April, it was as if it never happened. People were like, oh, actually, no, I'm back to where it started. It's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And if that had carried on, which often market crashes yes. can do, yes. they can carry on for a number of years. And if that had been six months to a year, there just would have been a lot more panic around COVID and around what had happened. Mm-hmm. So bearing all that in mind, there's two things that we need to try and do. Number one is to protect our existing savings from these wild swings. Mm-hmm. And number two, then to try and grow. Our savings as best we can And in order to do that There's kind of three topics I just wanted to touch on for today Which are Number one To try and diversify Beyond our borders Beyond South Africa's borders mm-hmm. Number two Avoid Get rich quick schemes Yes And number three Don't underestimate The value of good advice mm. Sure That's, that, uh, that's mm. good Just <laughs> that's to start good. off yes. Just to kick it off Okay so let's start With diversifying Beyond our borders When it comes to What's out there Where do we even start there's so many questions now which currency do we use yes. how do we even do it why is it a good idea so there's just so many questions I can think of now maybe you can take us through this entire thinking and just help us find our way Yeah. so to start with I th- uh, let's start with the why mm-hmm. I think that investing money overseas it kind of falls for me more into that category of protecting our investments more so than growing our wealth there is that aspect but but for me i feel like it's more of uh, that bucket of protecting our investments and the reason I'm going to say that is twofold so firstly by investing in foreign currency you are protecting against RAND weakness now at the moment we see the RAND is actually quite strong so I think uh, just before COVID it was probably sitting at around 15.30 to or 15.20 to the dollar and for the past year it's actually at like 14.30 to Mm -hmm. the dollar which is pretty good yeah. um, but we never see these wild swings for Rand strength we never see oh my word all of a sudden the dollar's crashed and the Rand is at like 10 Rand to the dollar it, that just doesn't happen but we do see it the other way mm. where the Rand crashes and it goes to 20 Rand to the dollar that, that can happen and that has happened quite often so if you are invested in hard currency in dollars And that happens You're actually smiling Because mm. if you had to then bring that money back Which might be a good time to do that All of a sudden Your $1,000 is worth a whole lot more When the RAND crashes So there's that element of, of um, protection Against the currency And then And um, The second reason it's a good idea Is just diversification is always a good idea So Mm. the more kind of buckets or baskets that you have The less concentrated your risk in South Africa is Or if anything had to happen in South Africa Any money that you've invested offshore is protected from that, it's not really affected by that so that's why I really like that uh, that diversification offshore, especially for that RAND protection and just the manner in how we do that, we spoke about it a while back and there are numerous ways that you can do that, so you can invest locally in into some funds that are overseas funds, although that's not really achieving what we're speaking about here because if you're investing it locally, when you take it out, you're going to get rands. Mm-hmm. What we're speaking about is using dollars or pounds or whatever currency you want and investing it with that currency so that when you take it out, you're getting dollars or pounds. And yeah. um, and then, again, the way to do that, there are different ways. It's It can be quite difficult because those overseas funds often want quite a large... Uh, a minimum investment Sometimes like $50,000 Which exactly, obviously Not yes. everyone has So the other way To kind of do that Is through endowments Where you can do it For as little as Kind of $200 Which is about Three and a half thousand Rand a month okay. and, and and that's You know That might sound like Oh I still don't Really understand Then just contact us Or contact the financial advisor And they can walk you Through that process
0: Wonderful now, I want to touch on the second one you mentioned because the thing is, a lot of people go for the get rich quick. Uh, schemes so uh, why would you say is it so appalling to people you know why do they go and fall for these schemes
1: Yeah, you know, I think just they are more prevalent now than ever before and I think it's partly because technology is so invasive that mm-hmm. people can market these schemes to your email to your phone and international scammers now they can access the South African market and, and I think people are also just becoming more desperate as the economy isn't as good as what it was and they just more easily fooled by it And I just want to take a moment To just kind of explain How these typical schemes work So often what will happen is Someone will reach out to Donnie and say There's this amazing opportunity Limited, you know uh, You're quite special that that we're contacting you But if you invest, let's just say A thousand rand in in 2 weeks we can give you a 20% return so we can give you 200 rand back on your 1000 yeah. rand if you get Lucia to sign on wow. to... <laughs> <laughs> so that's so, that so what what will happen is Donny naturally he'll be quite skeptical about yeah. this sounds too good to be true yes. but uh, you know it's 1000 let me try so he yes. puts a 1000 rand in and in 2 weeks time he gets 200 rand back
0: because so I got Lucia on
1: well yes. actually what happened was Lucia heard about this From somewhere else Okay And she put in 10,000 Rand Now Your 200 Rand That you got back Wasn't because The guys invested it With some magic formula And made a 20% return They just took Lucia's money And gave it to you Yeah So Now You've taken the bait Now you went Oh actually I I was skeptical But this really did work So now I'm not going to put 1,000 Rand Now I'm also going to put 10,000 in And so you start putting More money in And this scheme works Because As long as people are putting money in and then getting a little bit back, they go, then I'm going to put more in and more in. They're never actually getting a return they're just getting other people's money transferred (laughs) to them and that's a pyramid scheme and it works until people stop investing and then that whole thing falls apart and if you've been taken in big time and you've put in a whole lot of money you're not going to get that money back Sure. Mm -mm. so yeah that's just I think it's. it would be people would do well to just kind of educate themselves there's so much stuff in the news about these things and we say it all the time but if it sounds too good to be true it usually is and and if you that first little uh, bait of if you do get money back And this thing And you think it works mm-hmm. Oh man it, That's just That's just that's the first good. step In this in this These get rich quick schemes Okay Ooh, Sounds mm. crazy
0: Okay And then um, In terms of Underestimating Good advice
1: Or the value of good advice What does this mean Does this mean You're getting hot tips From your friends Does this mean You're the first to jump Onto the next big thing What exactly does it no, mean So that Being the first to jump Into the next big thing Is uh, how you end up In these get rich quick <laughs> schemes mm-hmm. um, But really research by a company called Vanguard in America has found that they try to quantify, because it's hard to know the, the the amount that you're paying to your financial advisor, am I actually better off or not? So they try to quantify that and they found that the value of having a good advisor can add up to 3% extra on your return. So if you had an advisor, generally people with an advisor are 3% better off than people Mm. without an advisor. And how that is achieved is generally through advisors making sure that the, the assets that you're in, that you invested in, are suitable, rebalancing your portfolio if there's been changes in the market, behavioral coaching, that is massive, just around don't stop your investing or don't cancel this policy, just hold tight, it's a market. Swing and um, that type of thing, and also drawdown strategy, which means when you're into retirement, not taking too much out, leaving enough in there so that it can still grow. You're going to live probably longer than you think, um, and 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 to not stop investing because again, I think when times are tough, then people can stop their investments and and look for other things, but then they've got things like d s t v or whatever that mm-hmm. it's just that coaching around just some good financial advice so so based on this, I'd say that people should seriously consider the assistance of qualified financial planners okay and again i i I would I would say that they should use an independent financial advisor Someone who can recommend anything Mm. And not someone who's tied to a company That can only really recommend the products of that company
0: That's very true, yes Wes thanks a lot uh, there you have it three tips for investing in 2021 diversifying offshore avoid get rich uh, get rich quick schemes and then making use of an independent financial advisor now one of those we know very well and he's <laughs> sitting in front of us Wes Jr so if he, anyone wants to find out more or discuss one of these topics that we just uh, spoke about you can contact Wes it's wesley at Multitrust.net, or you can get all the details on our Facebook page page so Wesley at multitrust.net. Wes Junior, thanks a lot. Another Pennywise yeah uh, well thanks spent. for having me guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll chat again next week. Cool. All cheers, guys. Right, Bye. Bye.